Hey. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Alita. I'm Miranda. And together we're the the sidekicks. Yes. And we're back. We're back for another episode. And today we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman Volume 2 Guts. Yep. That's what we're doing. Volume 2 of the Wonder Woman New 52 Run Guts. There you go. (laughs) It covers issues 7 through 12, published May 2012 through October 2012. Hold on. There's a list of creatives in this one. Give me a tick. Mm. Writer, Brian Azzarillo. Main artist slash cover artist, Cliff Shang. I still have not figured out the rhyme or reason for the issues he does not illustrate. Uh, colorist Matthew Wilson letters by Jared K. Fletcher edited by Mar- by Matt Idelson and associate editor Chris Conroy the guest artists include I feel like I need like a jingle for this part I need I need a jingle like but, elevator music <laughs> yeah like I like um you know the the, the corporate like the albums like album co- commercials like the compilation albums where it's like best hits of the 70s oh with Cher and ABBA and you know and it yes. goes through like I need yes. a jingle <laughs> <laughs> all right guest artists include penciler uh Tony Akins anchor Dan Green and guest artist on exactly one not not even given one issue exactly half of one issue Hmm. <laughs> Kano. Oh gosh. Half. Half of an issue. Make it make sense. I cannot. Someone called in sick. <laughs> we need your help. Right. Right. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to like unearth like the, the secret text messages of like the Wonder Woman run. And it's just going to be like the dog drinking coffee. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> Please, everything's on fire. They're just trying to make their um, deadlines. Hell yeah. The more I read about the new 52, like the, the entire creative process of the new 52, the more I realized that it was just like people screaming in an office building. Like, ah, no! Oh my God. That sounds awful. <laughs> but this was really good. I really enjoyed it. I finished it this morning and I had a good time reading it. <laughs> was that all the creatives? That was all the creatives. All right, sweet. So I know that you've read this, but I guess like second impressions, I don't know if it's the second time, you probably read more than twice, but <laughs> what were your impressions <laughs> on this volume? Okay, so um, this volume is not a standalone storyline. Like it takes place almost immediately after the fir- the ending of the first volume. Well, it does take place like immediately after, it takes place like a day later. Um, <laughs> I... One of the, like, I really enjoyed this entire story, but I forgot how confusing it was, like reading it issue by issue. <laughs> like, it's just, there's, there's things that don't make sense. There's a lot of threads that, that get dropped and never get picked up again. Like, I forgot, like, how not user-friendly it was the first time around. What'd you think? Um, I really liked it. I definitely was like, is this what's happening? I think that's what's happening. So I'm sure I'll need clarification. But I thought it was really fun. I think um, Wonder Woman's like funny. Like she's ridiculous. <laughs> she is. And we've talked about um, in the Justice League's the Tower of Babel how like her personality flaw 
was like her inability to not be competitive and I feel like this gets carried through somehow in this not necessarily because they're tying it to it just like that is her personality mm-hmm. and we can talk about it once we get to the, those areas but I thought it was hilarious like and I don't know if they were doing it to just be like hyperbolic and like yeah she's crazy <laughs> she's crazy She's going to pick a fight with every motherfucker there is and talk shit doing it, uh, which is badass. <laughs> it's not within reason. I think if <laughs> you were fighting a god and you found out you're like half god or yeah, she's like a demigod, right? She's a demigod. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would have the bravado that she does when fighting these people. <laughs> she's like... <laughs> you're always gonna lose because i'm wonder woman and i'm an amazon and i'm gonna whoop your ass and it's like that's hades <laughs> like he you're literally not gonna win dude but okay for sure I, she's she definitely has the energy of like tis but a flesh wound yes bite your knees absolutely like she will die fighting keeping all the like gods in order was a little difficult for me uh, but i always get like the pantheon confused Mm-hmm. regardless of what i'm reading but yeah no it was a good time i liked it i do see the whole like things that are set up and there's no follow-through on them we're like okay <laughs> i guess i'll throw it away too like it's fine it's not gonna bother me any but yeah i enjoyed it i'm excited to continue reading this i'm really glad i'm glad it's a good book it's good. i went to the library to try to find it and my library didn't have it so i ended up buying it on google books but because i ran out of time as as always my poor planning leads to (laughs) spending money but they had a big poster of the wonder woman um and it was like from from this run yeah from this run i was like holy shit that's what we're reading that's awesome that's my story (laughs) it's nice it's really cool like it was it wonder woman i think doesn't have a lot of quintessential storylines you know Mm -hmm. like if you like if you if you want to get into Batman, like there are so many storylines that you can use to that like people reference when it comes to Batman, like specific storylines. There's yeah. if you want to get into Superman or the Flash or Green Lantern, like they all have super lines that are kind of iconic and are kind of rallying points for fans. And then mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, um prior to New 52 didn't really have that. Like she was important for being one of the big three and for being like honestly for a very long period of time, the only female superhero was staying power, but like, she didn't have storylines. She didn't have iconic villains. You know, it's, she was on the justice league and that's what people remember her for is being like the woman on the justice league. Yeah. You know? And so like this one, that's what made this one like so great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it redefined her character. It redefined her mythos and it made her really interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, I don't think I ever knew where to start with Wonder with Wonder Woman, which is probably why I never started. I knew more of her lore than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that was through like academic works. Yeah. Not through <laughs> not through comics. So this is like really, really fun to read because it's like, oh, okay, so that's where that comes from. Where that's where we're going with this, I guess. It's like, okay, so her lore will not change, but it it like paints her attitude towards things i think and i just i i don't know i really liked it i thought the dialogue was ridiculous yeah in the best possible way not like in uh it's garbage it's just like all right we got some zingers (laughs) like when you find out she's 23 and it's like oh my god it all makes sense 
fuck out of here yeah like oh well that's why you act like that i'm like okay well i do have to agree with this person (laughs) she acts like she knows everything yeah (laughs) it's just it's great oh she tries to lead like she tries to start a riot and then immediately gets put in her place bro yeah she's like literally he's like our dad i'm like wait (laughs) i'm confused and they didn't they did not explore that relationship at all they're just like, yeah, you know, they're kind of like my slaves. <laughs> We're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We're not going to explore this. It would be very interesting if we did. They do They do um, come back to that one eventually. Oh, okay. <laughs> they come back to that one. It causes a lot of strife. Okay, <laughs> for sure. It's like there's, it, it is. It, it was an interesting choice to read real time. Like as <laughs> things were coming out, it's like, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. We're not coming back to this. <laughs> Yeah, not in this volume or not in this issue. Oh my God. This one is wild. It's a ride and it is, it's a soap opera more than it is anything else. Yeah, I would agree with that. It is soap opera. Uh, My favorite is Strife. She is ridiculous. She is is such a like pot stir or shit stir. (laughs) Just like, you need to relax. She's like, no, (laughs) I have no stake in this. Right? there are no horses in this race so i will burn all you with just the knowledge that i know it's very like i think i've said it before but it's, it is real housewives she's andy cohen but oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah she is she's okay storyline this is what we're doing zeus is fathering a child and nobody knows that we're gonna have everybody know it this is the whole season let's go <laughs> each episode they have like confessionals right the hair will be like that bitch (laughs) yes i I Um. accept this (laughs) so uh kind of a quick recap where we last left off in volume one blood wonder woman and her her coterie like her her merry band uh including hermes zola or hermes you know the Mm-hmm. messenger god slash god of roads and thieves and people in liminal spaces mm-hmm. who is a bird man yes a giant blue bird man yes yes zola uh, a woman from virginia who ended up pregnant by zeus mm-hmm. who will fight god and will win yep <laughs> yep we we've been freshly introduced to lennox who is a fellow demi demigod child of zeus uh born in like the in like England in like the 1920s and fought in World War II, who is made of stone. Yeah. Quite He's kind of like punk rock too. Like his look. Yeah. I don't know. He wore like an orange tracksuit for part of it. I can't, I can't give him style points. Oh, that's fair. That's true. Like he looked like he was an enforcer for the Russian mob. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a know. Russian mob. <laughs> like he's he's with the bros like or like um call a bro so like we've got wonder woman and her her merry band have are riding high off of the victory of like blinding Hera like taking out her magical pool she was using to spy on them so that they can potentially keep Zola and her unborn child safe but the way Mm -hmm. that they did this is they pretended to be brokering a deal with Poseidon and Hades so that they could get the power to destroy her thing. And then like Poseidon was chill. Poseidon was super chill. Giant multi-beast Poseidon mm-hmm. was like, 
you know, you're just as much of a shit bag as the rest of the family. Welcome home. <laughs> and then he like swam away. And then Hades was not chill. And he's like, you make a fool out of me. You know what? I'm going to call your bluff. You're going to bring me what you promised. And he kidnapped Sola. Yeah. And so the, the, the arc of this book is them trying to go to, is try, them trying to rescue her. And then the fallout of that. Yep, that is exactly what happens. It's a very concise um, review of it. <sighs> yeah, from point A to point B, though, there's so much zany do- dialogue in it, and I absolutely love it. Um, they pick up, um, so they start off, the book starts off there. They go and pick up, I think it's Eros. It is Eros. They are in Italy picking up Eros. Yeah, and he's the god of love? No. He is. What is Eros? The god of love? He is the god of love. He is the god of like romantic and I guess sexual love. Ooh. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. Um, so they go and get him, they pick him up, whatever. They're trying to figure out like they don't get him for his sake. Like they don't actually need him. What they need yeah. is Havestus, his father. Yeah. Who, like, you know, I don't it, it, again, it's unclear because like. Hermes can teleport. He has a staff that allows him to teleport. <laughs> Why can't he just go there directly? But no, 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 no. They need like an introduction. Yeah. So we pick up Eros, who is a young, hot-headed kid. Mm-hmm. Who has like... Gold pistols. Yes. <laughs> like twin pistols. This man, I don't... How do you say his name? The one that makes the weapons? Oh, Havestus. Okay. He looks ridiculous. His character design... <laughs> he looks like a troglodyte. A what? Like, I, I don't actually know if this is what a troglodyte actually looks like, but I know like, colloquially the, like the term troglodyte refers to like, basically like a short primitive looking man. Yeah, I would agree. That's exactly what he looks like. Uh, and he's like a blacksmith, right? Like he's, yep. oh, sorry if you hear my computer. He's making stuff. They show up. Okay. I was confused. Did he, what did he do to her, her rope? Did he make it special or was it already special? Um, okay. So within Wonder Woman lore, um, the lasso of truth is also referred to as the golden perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of this idea that it is the concept of truth that has been materialized as like a rope. And so like, that's, that's within like greater Wonder Woman lore. Um, Mm -hmm. I think within this storyline, like he made her lasso of truth. Okay. That's what I thought happened, but I wasn't sure. Cause I was like, didn't, I was just always attributed her to always having it, never like having to gain it or get it. Um, um, within like, again, greater Amazon lore, it is something that I believe was made by the gods, but it was given as a treasure to the Amazons, like kind of one of their sacred treasures. And mm-hmm. then she had to fight in a tournament to win the right to carry it. That's pretty badass. That is pretty Wonder Woman. Okay, cool. We're back in. Uh <laughs> They explain, um, there's a, a bit of a fight, but then they explain kind of like, oh, you have brothers. Like, it's not just women. They're not just women Amazonians, right? Like, they explain that they are brutal. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. That's hard yeah. So while they're in Havestus's forge, like, he has a bunch of people in armor. Like, we, we they don't look like people. They look like they look like an 1860s imagining of spacemen. Mm-hmm. Like that's all yeah. I can think of to describe it. They look like submarine men, but instead of one like window on their face, they have like 
four of them. So it looks like they have four eyes and then they're in a like suit that is old timey, but futuristic at the same time. It's very Jules Verne. So, uh-huh. and she's just like, she, they're just assuming that they're robots and they're not robots because they are people, they're men inside. And Havestis, who is an MVP, uh-huh. <laughs> I love this man. I love this man a lot. Havestis is just like, yeah, these are the Amazons, like meet your brothers. <laughs> and he just kind of walks away. It is, and it's a part of the charm of this Wonder Woman run is that there's a lot of moments when they confront like sort of certain things that are just kind of assumed to be true within the Wonder Woman mythos. And people mm-hmm. are just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you an idiot? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, basically. And that's, I don't know what about it makes it so funny because just she's like, no, I'm like, I'm the ultimate expert. And then they're like, no, you're not. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it is great it's is in essence like it's the same moment of like when when she's like and I'm made of clay and someone's like why the fuck did you think you were made out of clay who's made out of clay believed all the lie mom told you right um, like oh my god it is very much like the fairy tales um like what is it the fairy godmother and she just never questioned it yeah and she's like yeah like of course all the amazonians are women like that doesn't make any sense how is it possible right that they're all women like you can't control that yeah (laughs) like it's it's just this whole thing of like oh you just never stop to question anything like the fact that there's an entire generation of amazons the same age as you and like how they happened were they all made of clay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets it gets revealed it gets revealed that like the amazons have a tradition that like uh every 30 years they take to the high seas to board the vessels of men and have sexual relations and then murder them yep and, and this is how amazons procreate like again she, she knew none of this apparently like apparently amazons are just as bad with like sex ed as american schools <laughs> yeah just immaculate conception right. <laughs> and then when a when a mommy amazon wants a baby amazon she'll go to the beach and make a baby of clay and then that's how you came about diana <laughs> she's 23 and has no clue i that's so sad when you put it that way it's so sad <laughs> yeah oh no so the amazons have like a deal with him mm-hmm. and like for every boy that is birth they basically like give it give them to him and so he just keeps them and they're it is kind of like portrayed as them being like enslaved people but as you find out pretty quickly it's not portrayed like it's not portrayed as them being enslaved they're not in shackles like they're there working and then they call him master which is weird not gonna lie that's real weird and then they, she just assumes like they work for him in the dark and he doesn't let them leave. And it's like, it never says that. That's true. I guess like it is assumed through Diana's eyes that like, oh, these people mm-hmm. are here against their will. Maybe because like the Amazonians that, he, that she knows would never. Mm-hmm. And so she's, she's just thinking like, they, why would you ever want to work for someone like this? <laughs> oh uh, my God. Oh my God. The Amazons are boss babes. No, hustle culture. <laughs> Girl boss. <laughs> they all work for themselves. 
they're all entrepreneurs oh no the amazonians live in a post uh, post-capitalistic society i mean technically they do true you know and whenever they ha- need a resource that they don't already have on their island they just trade a bunch of boy babies for it oh my god <laughs> it's a bartering system uh, <laughs> sorry i was just like thinking of that <laughs> like its own comic thing <laughs> nightmare okay so he also calls her calls him out because she they like trap him right yeah it's Again, she, Wonder Woman just assumes that all these people are enslaved. And then yeah. Lennox's main purpose in life is to yes and things. And smoke cigarettes. And smoke cigarettes. Like smoke yeah. cigarettes and yes and every bad idea they have. Specifically every bad idea Wonder Woman has. Yes. Yes. He is, he is specifically, the, he is the reason Zola gets kidnapped. Like it is like Wonder Woman talks to Poseidon and he goes to talk to Hades. And so whatever he said to Hades convinced him that this thing was actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's the best improver. Right. In the team. He's going to, he's going to sell Wonder Woman a bridge. She's not. Yeah. I guess she's just kind of, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's not that smart. Uh, I mean, so. She's not stupid. She's just naive. And like, I feel like a, a large part of this book is her unlearning like the thing she just assumed to be true. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, she was living on that island, right? So yeah. she wouldn't really know like any other truths. Yeah, like this is she's 23 years old, which means she's only been living out in uh, man's world for like at most a handful of years. Mm-hmm. And right now she's dealing with gods. She's not even dealing with like common men. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they trap him. He's, she's like my superpower or this lasso's power is truth. And he's like, actually it's intimidation. You tell me <laughs> like you're tough as shit. You right. can intimidate your way through your life. Like I love how that's just, he basically is just like, and you're a dick. And yeah. Your, super, your superpower is being a dick. You're an asshole. So she launches him through a wall. Yes. <laughs> she does not like what she hears. And she does like this whole call to arms of like, we are Amazons. And then the, and then the men are just like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's, that's our, our boss. boss, daddy. Yeah. And then they help him. They have said that they're happy, that they like working there. And she's just like, um, what? <laughs> Yeah. And it kind of moves on. And yeah, and, just like, and one of them calls her out, calls her out on it, and he's like, "We're not Amazons. Like, you know, we would have been thrown into the ocean to drown." Yeah, like if we would have stayed with your people, we would be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, "You can go to hell." <laughs> and then that's where that little issue ends. <laughs> yeah, to the she next. Just, she just looks so quietly devastated. Like her entire worldview's been shifted. Yeah, and she's like, she, it kind of ends with her like with her hands in her her face in her hands, like kind of crying. I don't know if she's crying or not, but she's blocking her face. Mm-hmm. And then they're cool again, right? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like the- my take on this is that Havestus is is like it's like this is it is a family drama that is set up to look like an like a Greek epic, if that mm. makes sense. Like that's the storytelling style, mm-hmm. you know. And so this is like this family drama of like she's discovering she's got this big crazy family, and there's a lot of interpersonal <laughs> interpersonal problems and conflicts and dynamics. And relationships that she's trying to adjust to and we're like uncovering with her like going on this journey and so she goes to Havestus and she's like she is ready to go she thinks she understands what's happening and then Havestus is like that one good dad in the family yeah like it's just a family of shit relatives and then Havestus is like this genuinely 
I mean, not even great, decent, genuinely decent father. Right. And he's just like, he looks at like this crazy niece, niece that he, no, not niece. Oh God. What is she? Are they cousins? See, yeah. No, that was half siblings, half siblings. Okay. So he, he looks at this crazy younger sister that he has and he's just like, <sighs> yep. <laughs> he's like, I guess you're along for the ride. Um, yep. I'm gonna let like, you go through your emotions and then we'll talk about it when you're done. Yeah, like I'm just gonna let her bluster herself out. <laughs> you know, and so like it's the, the next issue is she they're getting ready to go to Hades. You know, she's got mm-hmm. a bunch of weapons on. He looks frankly bored by the whole thing. Like he's like, I've been, yeah, I've been a smith for thousands of years, and all you want are my goddamn gladiuses. Yeah, he's like, you're archaic. Like we have guns. Right? <laughs> he's like, she's like, well, what the fuck? I don't know how to use that. Right. So he takes Eros's guns away and gives them to Diana. Yes. Uh, and then Lennox picks up like an assault rifle. <laughs> he's such a bro. <laughs> yes he just he is ready to double down in every bad idea they have yeah he is i to be honest when i play D, lennox is like the character i play oh my gosh yes we're like we're fucking going let's go but yeah <laughs> they get teleported to hades through birdman mm-hmm. bird daddy he gets them there bird daddy and then uh basically i don't he makes it look like london yeah it's it's Hades show of power yeah it's revealed because she's like why is no one here and it's like revealed that um it's because they are there it's just the whole world's made out of souls so yeah that was fucked up I thought it was so cool I thought it was such an original concept oh no it was very original but I was like that's so sad they're stepping on people (laughs) they're stepping on everybody yeah but you know then we have the philosophical debate of like of of eternity doesn't really exist for mortals and so their version of eternity is getting to be different things Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie like i think it'd be really cool to be like architecture i don't know if i would like it if i had a consciousness i don't know if i would like it right if i didn't i guess i wouldn't care maybe a tree a tree would be cool or this like horse thing oh god meat horse meat horse and meat person yes this was uh, probably one of my favorite ones like the the underworld sequences were really mm-hmm. really cool because it, it it's giving like zombie vibes walking dead slash like attack on titan <laughs> like it's doing all these things um and it, i think it don't it dives into like the horror genre which i like but yeah these like the, they're like statues and they the sequence is really cool because she starts hearing them crack mm-hmm. and then they just like break off the the rock and then they're like meat people <laughs> they're just muscle people they don't have any skin and they start going after her and then she's a baddie and does a bunch of flips <laughs> she's like, does she a- need to do flips no no but she does them she beheads a few of them Birdman is also crushing them. It's pretty cool. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. They find Zola. She's like big pregnant now. Mm-hmm. Or medium big pregnant. Medium big pregnant. I mean, she's she's near, she's in her third trimester now. Like it's, it is within the span of like a week. She has gone from just finding out she's pregnant to now she's in her third trimester. Because mm-hmm. time passes different. Yeah. And they kind of explain it where they're like, okay, well, like in the human world, you've been gone for like three days. But 
in the god's world it, time works different so you're it's been months for you mm-hmm. which i mean in in retrospect it was actually like in terms of being in a hostage situation hers was relatively kind like here like hades just kind of dropped her off in a in like an approximation of her own home mm-hmm. and just let her be yeah they do have scary trees though they're like people mm-hmm. that are interwoven into it so there's like random faces yeah um, which again looks cool as hell i would be scared in that in that scenario <laughs> that's true that's true it is it's really cool we should read a horror book we should maybe in october we'll just do like horror themed oh that'd be so cool i mean we don't know when any of these are going to release well that's a lie we know our first one's going to release on july 7th yeah yes i gotta do the anchor thing <laughs> i will do that um yeah um okay what where are we okay so it's so, yeah, 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 yeah. so they find her Zola's really excited there's a face mm-hmm. in the in the fireplace i'm like damn that's crazy and then it turns out <laughs> it's it's little baby hades because again he's, he's a like child. an eight-year-old <laughs> despise that they make him a kid <laughs> but it is fitting because he does basically throw a tantrum the whole time mm-hmm yeah so he comes out and he's like well are you here to honor our deal you promised me a queen you said no but you said that you were gonna do it mom no no you said you can't lie to me because i control the entire underworld and i'm murderous yes oh my gosh uh there's um there's an episode did you ever watch the twilight zone like the old one with rod serling yes okay did you see do you remember the episode um where it is like a little kid with reality altering powers in like a corn farm. Is it a little girl? Um, no, I think it's a little boy, but like all the adults are terrified of him. Corn mm-hmm. life altering. Maybe altered me. Yeah, is it? It's, it's a good life yes it's called. i have watched this yes and like the ending shot is he turns someone into like a, a jack-in-the-box yeah i have watched that <laughs> it's this is the this is the vibes of hades yeah like, yeah basically just like a kid having a a little kid in isolation that everyone is terrified of yeah yep with a candle head <laughs> with a candle head mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness also, Twilight Zone scared the shit out of me. I like watched it as like a young adult. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to take a break. <laughs> oh, I loved it when I was a child. It was like my favorite show. And yeah. uh, Sci-Fi Channel every mm-hmm. July first through July fourth, they did a marathon, and so like I lived for that. Yeah, I um would watch it because they would have it like I think on Turner Classic Channel or whatever, like the old timey mm-hmm. channels. We had it, and I would watch it on that. Um, and then I think they had it like they must have had it like on a streaming service because I started like binging it and then it was on to, Netflix for a while yeah I had to stop because I was like oh I'm having nightmares <laughs> like I really like it oh, but really? I think it's freaking me out yeah because I was like yeah it's kind of scary like the stuff they would talk about I enjoyed it but my psyche was like you need to chill <laughs> I think like I think like as a child it was my introduction to the concept that like tv could talk about things that were more than what was happening in the show Mm. you know like that was my introduction to like that entire concept that's cool I did not think about it that way I was just like whoa that's scary (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair 
as I mean, it was, there was a lot happening in a lot of episodes. Yeah. But oh, I did my enjoy gosh. it. The, um, the one that freaked me out, like the one that scared me the most was the, the episode where it was the people in the masks. I don't, I don't remember that one. Oh, um, it is like old man is dying. He has his terrible family with him and they're only going to inherit. They're only going to inherit his money if they wear like these masks that quote unquote show their true selves. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, one of them is like super vain and stupid. And like, it's like a really ugly masks showing like these really ugly character traits. And it's, it's like a 45 minute episode of this family infighting and evolving as this old man is dying. I think I maybe, I feel like I've seen a lot of the episodes and I just can't remember any of them, but yeah, that's sounds- it, it, it ends with like, they can't take the masks off. This is who they are now. Mm-hmm. But I remember it was like these really horrific plastic faces. See, I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's called the mask. <laughs> the masks images. Yeah, these are terrifying. I didn't watch this episode, but that is very scary. <laughs> looking, they all have like deformed faces. Yeah. Well, that's what they get for being shitty people. Right. <laughs> so it was. I'm realizing that I was actually like a really morbid kid, which is really mm-hmm. funny because I never went through a goth phase. <laughs> you went through like an internal goth phase. You didn't like project it into the world maybe. Yeah, no, because like I watched Twilight Zone. I watched all the ghost shows. I used to research serial killers when I was in like third grade. Like, I was a really morbid child. Third grade. Third grade. That's really young. I think I fell into that like in... Well, my mom watched Forensic Files, so I just like would watch it with her, but I didn't really start doing research until I think I was like in middle school where I started like looking things up or just being more aware of what she was watching. Yeah, no, I tried to watch um, William Shatner's like The Unexplained on Netflix Mm -hmm. last night and it Mm -hmm. was like in the first episode, I knew three of the four stories they were telling better than the show did. And I was like, well, this is my cross to bear. (laughs) the guy created this problem by knowing too much of this obscure thing (laughs) yeah obscure creepy things I was like man I had a lot of problems when I was young that's so funny but now you have a lot of fun facts I do I do have a lot of fun facts anyway (laughs) Hades throwing a tantrum and then he's like well you promised me a queen and then it it kind of gets implied that like she already knew what was going to happen like going in Mm-hmm. but anyway Hades is like fine just take the girl and go but mm-hmm. I want the pistols because um Eris's Eris's pistols which I assume are based on his arrows uh can make someone fall in love yeah it can make people fall in and out of love like that yeah. is that's why there's two of them yeah so he shoots her shoots at her and she's like ticking she puts up her gauntlet and instead of it ricocheting it off it hits her. yeah it hits her it hits her in like I think the heart yep um and the little i do like it's like a little detail when the gun goes off it makes like a little heart in the yeah. picture <laughs> i thought that was cute <laughs> and so she doesn't die because she's wonder woman but she is her and then hermes grabs Ola and they zip out of there yeah well because like his his arrows don't kill people they mm-hmm. they make people fall in and out of love like that's the point of them yeah you know but it is it's this really interesting thing that they do is that it leaves a hole behind because Hades' love is hollow, mm-hmm. which I thought was such a cool detail. Yeah, that is really cool. You can kind of tell that like uh, Chang and 
I forgot his last name. Brian had had a good time like working on that part. I think you can kind of tell because they do like cute things like making the little hearts and like creating the whole and just I don't know the drawing the drawing really goes along with the writing. Yeah. And then we switch artists. And we switch artists <laughs> to Tony Akins and Dan Green. Yep. I do like how they draw um strife. Oh yeah, they, it's she's, she's more like um I don't know how to say it. She's more I don't know if glamorous is really it, but she like she is giving like I'm getting like LA. <laughs> like she lives in LA. Yeah. And she causes mess in Rodeo Drive. I think it's like I think it's like the emotions are different. Like it's when uh, Cliff Shang is drawing her, like she acts like she's having a good time, but she's not having a good time. Like it's, it's a very bitter, mm-hmm. like kind of joy. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, like she's taking genuine pleasure in everything that's happening. Yeah. She looks happy. Like her body language is very relaxed. Like she's having a good time. It's really elongated. The perspectives make her look big. I think she, well, she can make herself big, but she is small yeah. in this, in this like little section. <laughs> she's like a little twig. Yeah. She's like twiggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her purple's a different color. She's like more purple in the other one. She's like a blue, like a pale dead color. <laughs> So she's like a warm purple versus a cold purple. Yeah. Um, and then we have the old man, God of War. In his Panama suit. In his Panama suit, covered in blood. Again, is like, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me about it. And she's like, no, come on, man. This shit's fun. Right? <laughs> she's like, I want a good time. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I don't know if we're going to get to this. Like, I don't know if it happens in the first three uh, volumes but at, so at one point, like the God throw a pool party. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. I want to read that <laughs> or at least see it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> okay. So we see that little interaction with them. We switch back over and Zola and like the Scooby-Doo gang. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Zola's demanding answers now. Yeah. It kind of, oh no. I was like, she looks like she's drinking. She's not drinking. Lennox is drinking. And then, yeah, she's just like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, you know, yeah, things happen. Diana's a big girl. Like, it's going to be fine. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. She's a person. <laughs> and Hermes is like, my job is to look after you and the little one. Like, Wonder Woman can sort herself out. And Lennox is like, yeah, we need to do something. But I don't have plans because I'm Lennox. <laughs> and I'm drinking. What's yeah. up? Let's go. And Avestus is just like unfazed. Yeah, he's like, oh my God, you guys, why are you at my house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Arrows is just like, and you and dad, you gave her my stuff. She didn't bring oh, it back. Yeah. yeah. She didn't come back. <laughs> she got shot <laughs> with your shit, bro. Okay, then he's wearing a little scarf, but it's just it's my favorite little detail. A about little him. like ascot. Yes. Yeah. It's a little scarf. Uh, oh no it's not an ascot you're right it's like those like infinity scarves are really big during the time yeah <laughs> i had like a few of those in the early 2000s oh my goodness and then yeah. <laughs> it switches over it switches over we're back to diana she's mm-hmm. like covering up her hole i think it looks like she's putting makeup on it there's a person there talking to her an emaciated young girl yes yeah, she's very very thin freakishly thin i would like her her um, collarbone is showing you can see the hollows in her cheeks you can see like her temples where it's all sunken and like she's emaciated yeah and then the way her hair is drawn it's kind of like a 
what are they called like you know those bump it's it's really big it's kind yeah. of how, how Adele used to do her hair like the beehive oh beehive like a beehive mm-hmm. and because like her features are so sunken in it makes her look alien to me <laughs> yeah it does got some crystal skull energy yeah very much crystal skull energy I think about that movie so much I don't know why I don't know why oh my like, god why because the lady dies at the end <laughs> just like she has so much knowledge she died and I think about it I'm like somebody really said yes to that ending and then funded it yes and I watched it and I've never watched it since like the theaters someone but was that, very proud of themselves for that ending that lives in my head now and I think about it more and more like now that I'm older I don't know why anyway fair Unlocked memories. Um, it's revealed that it's Persephone. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum. And I'm sad they don't explore her more. It's just that she's like a sad person. Yeah, she's like a sad little waif. Like she's supposed to, she's small. Like she's physically much smaller than Wonder Woman. She is portrayed as being very young. Mm-hmm. Like she looks like a teenager, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And she was Hades' wife. And he's empty inside and he makes everyone else empty inside. And um, she hurt herself. Yeah. And that is what we get. And I, I don't think we ever return to her. Yeah. Which is a bummer because I think, mm-hmm. you know, she's her own person. Yeah. She is just there to establish Hades character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a plot device. She is. Yeah. We also get introduced to Aphrodite, who yes. is a redhead, <laughs> but we don't see her face. It's no, very Powerpuff it's, Girls. It's yeah, exactly. It was like it's like the the oh, what's her name? Belle? I don't know, but the secretary. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, big curly haired lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the nude, charming the, everybody the whole time. They don't really talk about much. They Dola thinks she's ugly. She's like, you're not ugly. You're making a baby, and she's like, okay, but shut up. <laughs> well, it's, they do this really interesting thing of like when she appears, like. Like we have, like Hermes is drawn a very specific way and Zola is drawn a very specific way. And then they're no longer drawn that way. They are drawn looking hideous. Yeah, they the moment are. she appears. Yeah, it's like we're, we like have Zola's to see. Zola's chin goes away. Yes. Hermes looks like his proportions are all crazy. Like, I don't know if it's like, mm-hmm. it has to be intentional, but like her beauty makes everyone else ugly. <laughs> right. Which might be, it actually might be a really clever like thing if that was their intention. Mm-hmm. And then she appears as a bright light, like an angel. <laughs> she's she's extra. They're all extra. Yes. <laughs> They're all extra. Hades literally conjures a river of blood at one point. They're all extra. He's ridiculous. Uh, that happens. It's brief. And then mm-hmm. we go back. I think it's just like character points again for uh, Hades. We get this badass panel of like Hades sitting on the soul. Sitting on his father. Is that his dad? That's his dad. That is, uh, I believe, Kronos. Kronos? Yeah. It's Kronos. You know, daddy issues. (laughs) Yes. That's the the alternative name to this book. Daddy Daddy issues. issues. (laughs) Wonder Woman. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. The ultimate issue. And it's all of them. We get Strife and and Haiti Samuel conversation. They're just talking. Then the Scooby-Doo gang arrives. Mm-hmm. and like he knows and we get another really cool panel of like this very like big archway walkway and it's you can see the bodies inside of it which I thought was 
badass the way it was drawn like i really liked it i know that last time we talked about like how his art style is like he doesn't like we don't necessarily like how he draws wonder woman Mm -hmm. but i think in this volume he nails it better yeah um with like capturing a a mood so it doesn't take you out of it so much and then diana looks like super cool because they she they're like getting her ready for the wedding and she's wearing like an all red dress that has like creepy hands we get introduced to hades's daughters dog daughters fur babies if you will Purpose fur babies <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> and <laughs> they're like if you do if you hurt our daddy we're gonna rip you apart uh the horses meet horses come back they continue they're walking they have a conversation she's mm-hmm. very like submissive in this like section where he's like well you love me right and then she's like well why don't you like yeah i told you and he's like i'm gonna tie your truth lasso like a noose mm-hmm. around you and you have to be honest and she's like oh, i'm being honest and then it's the stupidest exchange in the world like it's, yeah it is stupid as it's the way they set up Hades character is he is someone who is searching for validation in other people. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't self-validate in any way, mm-hmm. you know? And so like part of that is when almost none of the people he invites to the wedding show up, he has the souls all come. Like that's, that's why all the souls are there is that's him like searching for validation. Mm-hmm. He quite literally shoots Wonder Woman with a love pistol. <clears throat> Hold on. Yes. Sorry. I, my, I choked on my own spit. You're fine. <laughs> So he quite literally shoots Wonder Woman with a love gun, like, and then he's questioning her fidelity, you know, in this talk, like it is, he's telling, like, he opens this discussion on the way to the altar by saying, I'm incapable of love. Like it is, he is someone who is searching for validation in others, but he cannot trust that validation because he does not believe in himself. And so nothing that they say can be true. Right. So he's just like, everyone's lying to me. Yeah, he's like, everyone is lying to me and it's their fault that they're lying to me. And it's not, it's not, I'm not the problem. <laughs> I am not the drama here. <laughs> and it's like, well, dude, maybe people would like you if you were less consumptive and, you know, less disagreeable. The real truth that he's not ready to have those discussions for or about. Um, so yeah, he sets her up. He's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. And it ends. And then we get this really cool thing that I sent a screenshot to Miranda. It's like Wonder Woman on, <laughs> I think, the River Nyx. And it's like her face is a skull. And I was like, this is the most heavy metal fucking panel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. You know, like, I could see this being a... It was, it was the cover of oh, the, was that the cover? issue. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, I could see that being like a heavy metal like band t-shirt mm-hmm. album yeah it's fucking badass the colors are cool her pose is really powerful she has the guns mm-hmm. um there's like the grim reaper behind her i don't know who that is supposed to be but oh uh, that's charon okay sweet see i knew somebody and i was like i'm not gonna place it and they keep going it's kind of drawn out like they just keep going about the whole like noose um golden noose thing and Mm -hmm. this is the by the way this is the issue uh issue number 10 is the one that has an artist for only half of a book oh is this it (laughs) this is it this is like 10 pages are done by Kano the first 10 pages are done by a different artist entirely great awesome I don't know I don't know why this is I did not have time to web sleuth Mm-hmm. And also, I'm not good at web sleuthing, so. <laughs> if anyone knows, email it to us. Yes. 
Oh my God. If anybody was working in the offices of DC during the new 52, please email us. I have so many questions. I really want to know what your lived experience was. There you go. Please. Oh, what's our email again? The sidekicks at gmail.com. Sidekicks uh, spelled S E I D. Yes. At gmail.com. Please, please reach out to us. We would love to interview you. <laughs> I have so many questions. I want the gossip, please. <laughs> I am the drama. <laughs> Is it me? Am I the drama? No. Yes. I am the drama. Literally Hades. Um, they call him hell throughout the book too, which was a little confusing because they mm-hmm. like interchange hell and Hades. I'm like, what the fuck? Are they just cussing? Like <laughs> I no, they call each other like they their names and their purposes are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So they call Havestus Smith. They call um they call Apollo son. Like it's their, their names are in, their names are interchangeable with their purposes. Right. So Hades's purpose is hell. And it's not hell as in like the biblical sense. It's hell as in the underworld. Yeah. Again, it's kind of drawn out, blah, blah, blah. I think they're trying to create trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking strife is just her, like, what's she going to say? Right? And she says, I do love you. And then she loves him, but she still like gets the, the whip back and mm-hmm. starts kicking flips does some cool flips flippity flips and yeah. then uh gets on <laughs> gets, the horse she gets pissed off like it's it's yeah. this whole thing of like he can't trust he isn't capable of trusting that someone else can love him and so he does this whole thing and she's like i do love you and then she's like but fuck you yeah <laughs> like i love you but fuck you like i am not i i am bound to no man yeah i have a question yes. what is their relationship is that niece? Yes. Niece, uncle? She is Zeus's daughter. Zeus is Hades's brother. So that is her uncle. Gross. Okay. Oh, Persephone on. was also his niece. So maybe he just has a type. Incest. I mean, like, you know, like the Greek gods are all interrelated. It's gross. That's true. I don't like it in this one, but I do like it in Lore Olympics. So I can't. Because they don't emphasize it in Lore Olympics. Yeah, they do. Like They're in like, this they pull book, it back. In this <laughs> book, just if like they appears. don't call them by their name and they don't call them by their title, they call them by how they're related. You're right. It is on purpose, I'm sure. Uh, so she gets badass on the horse. She's like, trotting out, running. really beautiful panels because like the background is like white and cream because it's all the dead. And then she's on a meat horse and she's in like a blood red dress. Yeah, the gold really pops. The horse looks fucking sick. No. it's the only way i could explain it like it just looks really cool yeah <laughs> and we get the fur babies coming through they're trying to you know what they look like they what? look like the cats from the scooby-doo movie <gasps> oh my god yes zombie island uh-huh which i love i love that when i watch that like almost every halloween if i remember i'll watch it i fucking loved it it freaked <laughs> me out when i was a kid because the way they were drawn was so scary to me yeah no. um, oh my gosh so they kind of have the same feel except they're dogs instead of cats and they kind of have like snake hair. So they do look cool. Um, and then they attack. This is the funniest thing. They attack Lennox mm-hmm. and they the, the dog person breaks all of their teeth because yeah. Lennox is made out of stone. <laughs> like she bites his head. And it just doesn't end well for her. No. Right. And then everyone just looks at him and he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's my power. His, he said, write that. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like it's mildly embarrassing like this is just a thing that happens at weddings dogs bite him and then regret their life decisions yeah then they need dental surgery so then there's like a river of blood flowing through them it looks like um that stephen king movie the shining that one thank you it's like the one that everyone knows oh my god fun fact fun fact about the shining yes that elevator scene took forever to sh- to set up like the river of blood coming out of the elevator mm-hmm. it took forever they didn't end up using it in the movie it was just in like the the promos Ooh. apparently so sad. <laughs> the production of the shining was also a nightmare so yeah i've heard stories mm-hmm. never my own research just other podcasts that talked about it i'm like that sounds awful yeah yikes the one thing they did right is um the director made sure that the kid didn't the kids on set didn't know it was a horror movie Mm -hmm. so like he did like a really good job of making sure that none of the kids were traumatized (laughs) he just traumatized all the he just traumatized all the female actors he's like uh if you're an adult and a lady sucks to suck let's make this movie (laughs) let's go (laughs) so back to wonder woman you know we've got a river of blood and the blood is Hades and he's like I'm just gonna like fuck you you can't love me no one can love me and it's your fault and I'm gonna eat you forever yeah I'm gonna consume you over and over again for the rest of your life and we get this badass panel again and maybe that's why I was a half like artist like maybe they just really like their style or something I want to say it's a positive like they're like look celebrity celebrity artist let's go but all the likelihood is that it was just like not a good experience but we get this cool thing of him like eating her um Mm -hmm. like you'll live for an eternity eternity being consumed by me over and over again and then i think strife rescues yep yeah punches him in the face through the back through his his face to grab her yeah grabs her and then diana is ridiculous and she's like yeah too strife i'm like why are you mad at her she just saved you (laughs) you're literally gonna get chewed out well he gets this Okay. So like, okay. Uh, again, I've read this multiple times. I've had a lot of time to sit and think about it. Mm-hmm. So I think like everyone has their own goals and everyone has their own ambitions and their own journey throughout the story. But like Wonder Woman's is, she is, she's trying to define herself. Like, this is what the story is, is like, yes, there's this whole quest and she's trying to keep like the pregnant woman safe and all that, but she's also trying to define herself apart from her family. And so at first she's trying to define herself apart from the Amazons. And now she's trying to define herself apart from the gods. And the thing is, is that family doesn't work like that. Like they just keep meddling in her shit and she's just pissed off by it. She's like, I like, I can get myself in and out of my own messes. I do not need a family. Like all y'all suck. And it's just like, it doesn't work like that. You know, like she's just pissed off that like Strife has the gall to be both a massive bitch and also save her. Yeah, like she doesn't want to owe anyone anything. And Strife is like, well, I did save your ass, but okay, whatever. If you want to be like that, cool. Like it's just, it's it's this whole weird, like just, just this family is always going, your family is always going to exist and their decisions are always going to affect you for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to be close. You don't have to like each other. You don't even have to love each other. Like, but for better or worse, the decision of one family member member ripples throughout like the entire chain. Yeah. And then absolutely Havestus, you know, like the one somewhat decent dad in this entire saga has the killer line of his, he's having this conversation with Hades. who's like defeated and like kind of sad, you know, but like pissed off sad, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. Cause he's a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, and so like, he's talking to Hephaestus and it's like, but you, I thought you agreed to come to this wedding when the rest of our family declined because you despise them even more than I. And then Hephaestus goes, I despise is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, I left. <laughs> we disappoint me. How so? Because we are capable of so much better. Mm-hmm. We fight and it's not because we love each other, but it should be. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, that is such a good, that's such a good line. and such a good concept, you know, of like looking at your family and being like, yeah, we're a toxic mess and that sucks. Like it sucks. We shouldn't be this way. Like the problem is not that we fight. The problem is that like, we're all bad for each other and we don't even try. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very a good nugget within like the dialogue. Cause in between that, like that's centered in between like. Hades being like well you lied to me Diana and she's like I didn't I love everybody and I was like okay that's ridiculous Cheap. On it immediately. but okay <laughs> and then we get that really like powerful statement he's basically like you're a sentimental fool and then I think she's basically like you're like you can't love anyone unless you love yourself so that's Diana mm-hmm. like you pray loving her way through the situation right? and I was like Diana how do you have the worst dialogue like I don't understand because she's 23 because she is physically younger than everyone else in this book yeah (laughs) she is she's the young adult who thinks she's so grown up and then she's just constantly being surrounded by people who are like oh my oh my god you're a child (laughs) you're such she's like the cringe Uh, give me patience yes so they have this whole little discussion um he's like well you love me but you won't marry me and she's like yeah and he's like leave this place and then he, um he's given a a present which they take the guns with them right so they're yeah give, yeah they give him a mirror that he like yeah. throws them on the ground because he only wanted the guns because it's like they're love guns so they can make someone love me but the thing is, is that it doesn't work like that like no one can love you until you love yourself right <laughs> you know and it's they make this really funny line of like yeah no one loves themselves more than arrows who normally fires the guns <laughs> <laughs> And then Havasta's being best dad because he's like, he just threw shade at his kid. Just like, but somehow I love you even more. Yeah. So it's cute, you know. Um, So we get this like cool little scene where they're like, Diana, like how good is your aim? And she's like, it's true. And he shoots, Mm -hmm. she shoots um, Hades. He's looking at a mirror. So the idea is that like, he's looking at himself. So, but he gets shot with the love arrow or love bullet yeah. so he'll love himself it, it hits him so hard though like the wax cracks around his head yeah and that was that's the end of the Haiti storyline yep and then we get strife and Hera are <laughs> like my favorite when they talk to each other because <laughs> they're they're such like not favorite daughter and mom vibes the whole thing the whole yeah. like I don't I don't even like you <laughs> why are you here oh my god gypsy rose lee oh was that she was a burlesque dancer and there's a musical that's written about her life because she wrote a wrote memoir she was a very famous burlesque dancer she wrote her memoirs and then a musical was made out of that okay and it's this whole idea that like her mom ran like a, a vaudeville act with her older sister who was much prettier than her and she was like the ensemble for their vaudeville act for the like her sister's vaudeville act and then her sis, like her mom, the mom is like a momager, like she's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, 
at like the sister leaves, like she gets, she runs off, gets married, leaves, you know, retires, all of that. And to support like herself and her mom, like she starts doing like burlesque. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's heavily implied she also becomes like a sex worker. Mm-hmm. You know, it like, like this is, it's her memoirs. It's her like the story of her life, mm-hmm. you know? And the thing is like, she's always chasing validation from her mother who will never give it to her. Right, of course. She becomes wildly successful and has a lot of money. And even that's not enough for her mother who is always like pining after the favorite sister. Right. Um, the favorite sister in this would be Zeus, everyone <laughs> in this analogy. <sighs> so it's revealed that Hera has put a hit on the child. <laughs> Just kind of hilarious. Uh, and then she's so (laughs) desperate she's so desperate to just make to mess shit up she's like she puts a hit on a baby yeah and strife strife is excited she's like no you didn't she's like i did (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then we're introduced to demeter and artemis and they look cool artemis looks like a patronus (laughs) she does uh Demeter looks like a tree um and then we're back to Scooby-Doo game yeah. <laughs> and they're taking Zola to the doctor because she hadn't seen a doctor this whole time pretty uh, much yeah well I mean she couldn't see a doctor where she's supposed to see a doctor she spent most of her pregnancy in the underworld exactly so now they're fixing it I guess in the human world um and then they get like ambushed they're outside they're talking they get ambushed it turns to nighttime mm-hmm. and like is there an eclipse and they're like no there's no eclipse it's the moon and the sun melded together so it's nighttime now um and it is apollo and artemis they show mm-hmm. up and they're like opposite so like he was like charcoal color and she's white yeah like white white yeah like <laughs> they, she's like like milk white yeah and they get into a fight diana once again because she's young it's like i could whoop ass and she gets mm-hmm. her ass it happens a lot like she honestly does not win very many fights Mm-mm. no i mean when she does when it's cool and then fucking zola is like i'm gonna help by crashing my pregnant self <laughs> in a car in a car to on a god like i'm gonna crash myself on a god yeah like, what is gonna happen in your brain bro like she I mean, he's not gonna crumple to her to be fair like i i've had a lot of time to think about this like her main experience with gods is Hermes who spends like half of the story in like a leg brace because he got his butt handed to him by Hera that's true so like her main experience with gods is that clearly they're fallible like clearly they can be injured they just can't be injured by her (laughs) (laughs) I don't think yeah she's seeming to not connect that she's human and these are all gods and demigods fighting each other yeah, like the entire first volume, Hermes is literally in like a boot. Like he's in a yeah. leg boot because <laughs> he's got a broken leg. Yeah, this is true. You're right. So in doing so, she crashes into him and hands herself to him. She shoots him, shoots at him. Nothing happens. And they're like, let's ride. Yeah. Literally, that's what it says. It says, let's ride. And they leave. <laughs> it's like they're, <laughs> they're twins and they've got a motorcycle and it goes into the sun (laughs) and that's all you need to know yep yep it's like rocket power but cooler Mm -hmm. they're blasting out right to the sun lennox is taken out of the fight because he is made of stone and he has been nearly shattered 
Mm-hmm. So he's barely holding it together. Yep. Um, Hermes has been beaten with his own staff, which is fun. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman just got like smashed into the mud. Yeah. Yeah, she did. We open up in Olympus and Hera's like, <laughs> we got the girl. And Zola's like, am I dead? Because <laughs> I think they're like, welcome to heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a question. Um, <laughs> right. I said, not yet. Fucking Strife is over here. Strife is a shit talker and I love her. Mm-hmm. She is someone who has accepted that her family is garbage and is just here for the drama. Yeah. So it's revealed that they, that Hera, her deal is basically like if Apollo brings Zola to her and the baby, she will give them the throne. Yeah. And then that's obviously not going to fly. So there's a standoff between Apollo and Diana. Yeah. And then Moon or Artemis also. Yeah. It's like Hera traded her claim to the throne, or I guess like her say in the claim to the throne. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, she doesn't actually have the power to give it to him. She just says she won't stand in his way. Yeah. You know? And so like she traded like in essence, her being a difficult, messy bitch <laughs> uh, for the chance to kill like her husband's mistress. Zola isn't even really a mistress. She was a one, she was a fling. Yeah, it was like a casual. Like they do a sex. really good job of emphasizing that like Zola's like her, her part in this is really small. Yeah, she she's was, just like a carrier. Like she's just a yeah. vessel for the baby. Cause like I think um Hera does ask, like, do you love him? She's like, well, I mean, like for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, there doesn't seem like enough time. <laughs> yeah, what Strife like says. It's it's they do really nice exchanges where Hera's like the woman scorned and like flying in a rage and this whole thing. And like Zola's like, in my defense, he didn't tell me he was married. Yeah. Like, would it have mattered? She's like, I mean, probably not. She's like, I probably would have done it anyway. And then Era just combusts into flames. Yes. Uh, she, Zola is very, like, I guess, like, matter of fact, like, she's like, yeah, dude, get over it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to kill me. You don't have to kill me or this baby. I don't even want this baby. Right. He didn't look like Zeus when we boned. So, right. <laughs> why are In you so offense, mad? He's not like he was throwing fun thunderbolts everywhere. Right. Oh my god, cursed thought. Mm. Cursed thought. Have you seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog? Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay, it's gonna be less funny then. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Someone has uh, seen it though. Yes. Uh, the lightning bolt is his penis. <laughs> uh, the hammer? Is That's, that from that? That is the hammer. Oh, I have watched penis. it. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen that. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking that was like he was throwing, he wasn't throwing around thunderbolts. He was just throwing around that dick. Right. <laughs> she caught it. <laughs> uh, and Hera can't handle that heat. She doesn't want to hear it, <laughs> but she's, she's asking not- these questions. Like, don't ask these questions, girl. Yeah, it's just this, and it's this really confused standoff because it's all these different pieces and parts. Because Apollo does not give a fuck about Zola. He genuinely does not care about her or this baby. She is a means no. to an end. Like yeah. he just wants that throne. He has a one-track mind. Right. Absolutely. You know. And then Wonder Woman wants to keep Zola safe, but also she wants a rematch with Artemis because her 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 baby pride has been hurt. Yes. 
you know, and then like, it's this weird thing. Like they're fighting because they think they're fighting over the throne. And then Wonder Woman is like, we're fighting over my ego. And also this pregnant lady and Hermes is like, we're just fighting for the pregnant lady. (laughs) And, and Hera's like, we are also fighting over this pregnant lady. (laughs) We got lost in the, in the woods. (laughs) No one knows what they're fighting for. It's crazy. It's just like a stupid, and it is very like, I mean, like, how many fights within a family has it really, like, why are we mad? Like, I don't know, but I'm not talking to them until they apologize. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the same energy. It's like, for what? They know what they did. They, yeah, exactly. Like, no, I don't. Like, I don't know what happened. Let's communicate a little better. We get this fight scene. I guess, I think it finishes off pretty quickly. She, like, ricochets all the moon shards back to Artemis, and then Hera's like, all right, fuck this bitch, and launches Zola over the cliff for all eternity (laughs) but it's okay because now Wonder Woman can fly because the messenger has attached a feather to her thigh (laughs) and has given her the power of flight oh my god you know it'd be a nightmare so like if the feather works like wings and it's wherever it was attached is where like her I guess center of gravity in her power flight is <gasps> she would fly sideways right? from it's her leg her single leg she's dangling from it core strength it would free up her arm she could do more i guess like grappling right? and her fight because she fights like a wrestler so this is true she does fight like a wrestler <laughs> oh my god what do you think wonder woman can bench uh all the weights in the gym <laughs> she's super strong yeah um i don't know if it's if it's if i can put it i feel like she can bench a building easy three-story building i think she can bench a three-story okay all right all right and she can then lift a five-story building that's my that's my scientific hypothesis (laughs) what do you think she can bench i i think she can bench whatever is most convenient for the writers that's absolutely true because does Wonder Woman fly any any other time? Probably not. No, but she like, flies today, right? I to be fair, they gave a reason for her to be able to fly. It's a stupid reason, but at least they gave a reason. Yeah, that's the limited ability. Yep. And then in the midst of this, you know, Apollo is just like, "Fuck this chaos! I'm just gonna go ahead and make myself ho- at home on the throne." Yeah, he sits down, and what happens? Krakow. And Hera. And- gets excited and she's like yes Zeus has come home and he'll show you what's what she's so nuts uh, <laughs> yeah and then the stones are falling so Diana has to save like she has to like bear the brunt of like the stones falling on her um but did Zeus come back not really Apollo's still sitting there and the fun I think to me it was very funny that like olympus changed from like a mountain to a city scape yeah and he's at the top it was like from gargoyles that's how they like oh my god yes yes and like being able to have the guard they put they literally put the the castle on top of us like a skyscraper they did they did oh my gosh i should rewatch gargoyles you showed this on disney plus oh yes it was just like and then, like, Hera's having her whole monologue about how Zeus is going to wipe the floor with everyone here. And then, like, it's just Apollo. And Apollo's like, well, Guess uh, this not. is super embarrassing for you. Yeah. 
So he exiles her. She disappears from Mount Olympus. Um, Diana goes back, right? She goes back to Earth. Wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. There's a little bit more, you know, yeah. strife mixed throwing shit in the pot like always <laughs> being strife <laughs> iconic queen yes iconic problematic fave yeah yeah being like all you know that prophecy about how someone is going to murder another person for the throne what if it's the unborn baby and then <laughs> diana's like strife <laughs> like oh my god we can't like take her eyes off you for one minute and she's like sorry i can't help myself god yeah and oh in the midst of all this zola like is in labor like her water breaks Mm -hmm. um and then the messenger hermes takes her back to Mm -hmm. earth yep and then wonder woman is going to fight artemis to hold them off and she allegedly i think it's all her ego it is it is all this is all this is all an elaborate ruse to get her her rematch yes because i she could have gone with them and fought them off later but okay but she looks badass she takes off her gauntlets boom boom Mm -hmm. throws them on the floor she starts glowing like the avatar yeah she's unleashing her powers as a demigod and then they there's a standoff they fight she whoops her ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) she like Lips her onto herself, suplexes. Right. Almost. He's she's whooping that ass. Mm-hmm. And then Apollo's like, enough. He makes another deal. Yeah, it's this whole thing of like she's she has Artemis in a headlock and she is about to like break her neck. Yeah. She's about to be murderous. So they make a deal that he's not gonna go after the baby. Yeah. Basically, like baby will be safe from him, provided that if the baby is like the 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 God chosen killer. baby yeah if, it's, if the baby is the chosen one wonder woman will be up the one that kills the baby yeah which is fucked up <laughs> so i was like oh that's brutal but okay we're here uh as well as having the baby or hair is having a meltdown because she's like she's like a mortal she's just having a meltdown she's lost everything her husband did not come home to save her yeah from her just... own fuckery right she caused right. that whole situation right She's upset. Uh, Zola. It's this whole like, oh, this is a consequence, consequence, consequence. I don't like the consequence of my own actions. <laughs> yeah, that's her whole vibe. So she's crying about it. Zola has the baby, realizes the baby, or, or um, Hermes steals the baby. Yep. Uh, she runs in. Everyone kind of runs in. And then <laughs> Hera's like, well, what do you think was going to happen, stupid human? And Zola launches a food tray and clocks her in the face and she starts bleeding because she's a human now. (laughs) Does not know what to do with that information. Yeah, is upset. It's revealed that Hermes has taken the baby to Demeter. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the volume. Yep, and that sets up the next part of the story. Yes, which we will be reading next week. Yeah! Or we'll be discussing next week. It's great. I loved it. I love it. I, they're all babies and i love it yeah <laughs> they're like i want it no i want it why do you want it i don't know because she wants it right <sighs> it is it's a family drama it, it deals with like interpersonal problems and dynamics and bad family members but it also deals with like building a family out of your really shitty family <laughs> mm-hmm. an extended family at mm-hmm. that because yeah um uh, do you care about spoilers Mm, no okay um if you care about spoilers 
fast yeah. forward. <laughs> Within this run and this version of Wonder Woman, like Hera eventually becomes this weird wine aunt, wine grandma in the family. Mm. Like yeah. she starts babysitting the kid. And like, it's this whole thing. Strife is there. Like it's, they build a found family out of their really shitty family. That's cute. Yeah. I do like that. I do like the dialogue within it. I mean, like we yada yada over it because it just takes so long to talk about that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I recommend this one. Or I guess we could go into like recommendations. I recommend this book because there are really good like nuggets within it. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of like ridiculous things and like funny things, but they do have some good points within it. And the art's really pretty. Yeah, I recommend it. Absolutely. Like uh, Brian Azzarello as a writer has a very, takes a lot of his influence from crime fiction. And he has a background in kind of uh, noir style comics. Oh, I love it. That's probably why I like this one. This one so much because I like that genre in movies and in com in like anything really but I think yeah. it's like a fun time yeah no like it's just like uh in this one I the more I'm reading it the more I'm realizing like oh like this isn't a superhero comic like he's using a superhero character but it's not a superhero comic the story he's telling is a soap opera mm-hmm. like you said it's like a tragedy that's more I think it's more funny but no it's like an epic it's like they're using the conventions of like an of telling an epic Mm -hmm. but they're actually just telling like a a family drama Mm -hmm. like it's like a if you retold this story as like took all the gods out of it and just took took all these characters and just made them like a family having to have a dinner like knives out style Mm -hmm. it would be just as good yeah I agree it would work in that format so final thoughts, final thoughts. I like it. Um, I'm excited to read the next volume of it. Um, so the next one will be the last installation of this run that we'll be reading. We might do the rest of it later, but for now <laughs> that will be it. Um, but yeah, no, I was excited. Like I, like I said, I bought it and I was like, and then the thing is like the library does have every other volume. They just didn't have the second one. <laughs> right. So I was like, oh. ah, I just got to hold back and like go rent them out instead of like buying them. But um, what I really wanted to do is just like keep reading it. So it, it's it's very much like a page turner, mm-hmm. at least the cliffhanger parts of it. Um, there are some parts that do kind of drag a little bit, like the whole the Hermes. No, not Hermes. Hades and like the lasso of truth like that could have been cut down, I think, like edited down. But right. they were trying to build tension. I get that. But it, it's a well-paced comic there is comedic relief in it through strife Mm -hmm. um and the good dad (laughs) but yeah I really enjoyed it I would recommend this for sure yeah I liked it too I I enjoy it I'm glad that we could share it yeah it's fun I hope you all liked it I think that's it right I don't know if we have anything else to add I mean like what was your happy thing this week uh, my happy thing this week is I bought The Sims because Steam right now is having Steam like Steam is having sale. the sale. I almost bought it too. It's like four bucks. It is. It yeah. is. You should buy it. I should. I just don't do well with like simulation or yeah, it's a simulation game, right? I like mm-hmm. they will die. I mean, if, if you <laughs> give them, they can take care of themselves to an extent. It's, I don't know. I think I'll just buy it because it's so cheap and then like maybe I'll do it. Yeah. I've been obsessed with it. Um, I've been building, I want to build the bat family, 
<gasps> so right now oh I have God. Alfred and Thomas and Martha Wayne. And then uh, Bruce is a toddler and also a girl because I don't control genetics in this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so is this they're a sassy little toddler. Are you making TikTok videos I, with this? You should. If you should have. I? Okay, yeah. I made one because I realized that like I'm I'm facing like a moral crisis of like I I made Thomas and Martha and now I'm attached to them and I don't want to kill them off. You're gonna have to. You have to live the pain Bruce Wayne had. Right. Well, I've got time. I've got time. Bruce Wayne is a toddler, so how, how long does it take him to? turn into kids in the game uh according to the thing i have five days okay don't get too attached (laughs) (laughs) what if what if i keep them and then they just have to be surprised when their adult son keeps bringing home children you could do that it's your world you are the god no it's there's things that i've been struggling with because i don't know how the game works and it does not provide a tutorial because it's like we're the sims everyone loves us you know how to play this game mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like no i do not i don't i don't know how to do it it's your happy you sh- thing should make tiktok videos okay i did my first powerlifting meet yesterday Woo! i did it i'm officially a powerlifter in the books first one down there's one in october that i'm interested in but i might be out of town um so i might not be able to do that one but you know i did i hit all my lifts um i probably could have gone heavier in weight but i didn't choose the weight my coach did so i just trust that he he picked the right stuff which i think he did because i'm like sore today mm-hmm. and if it would have been much like a lot heavier i don't know how i would be recovering oh my goodness but yeah i did it i'm proud of myself i'm glad that's awesome happy thing this week great but yeah now if you want to find us on the internet i'm on instagram and tiktok as orchata chica on both uh i post like art and now powerlifting stuff because it just is consuming so much of my life um miranda what about you uh you can find me on tiktok at dino mighty miranda dino is in dinosaur mighty is in mighty mouse miranda because that is my name um i post mostly bat family content I, I'm almost at 600 followers. When I get to a thousand, I'm going to start doing lives and it's going to be, I don't know, whatever video strikes my fancy, really. <laughs> well, that's the point of lives, right? Whatever you want. Yeah. I'm going to make for my first live. I'm going to make jokerized fries. Like that is my plan. I love it. I will be there. Hopefully. I um, will, I will, I will schedule it and everything. <laughs> um, if you want to contact us, we have a email it's the sidekicks at gmail um sidekick is spelled s-e-i-d-k-i-c-k-s and i think we're doing social media yeah I, we're not I'm quite there yeah really sorry we, we I, will, oh i have not even looked at anchor so you do not have to apologize <laughs> it's just i feel bad because it was like it was my job to set up the instagram and <laughs> i fine. forgot about it until today here it's absolutely that was me with anchor and that's important because it's the way we're going to distribute it anyway three days (laughs) if you want to talk to us if you have recommendations email us we'll see if we can do it yeah so thanks again thanks for listening hope to talk to you next week if you work in the industry i would love to start conducting (laughs) interviews (laughs) that would be really fun um we'll read your we'll read one of your books like you know tell us what you want us to read we'll do it it'll be a whole thing it'll be great Oh my God. What if we get Frank Miller?
<gasps> he will not. He will not talk. We talked too much shit. We did. We, <laughs> we did. Talked. We talked a lot of mess. <laughs> we can't do it. I don't think I could do it. I'll be like, um, yeah, I respect you. I'm sorry for what I said. Well, I wouldn't apologize. I know, because you have a backbone. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> it is. It's an honest opinion about a work. If you weren't doing it, you weren't talking about it to be mean. It was your honest opinion. It was our honest opinion. I just have a hard time with honesty. (laughs) Like I said, I'm working on it. But yeah, if you want to talk to us, email us, follow us, communicate with us. Mm -hmm. We'll probably talk back unless you're weird. (laughs) I mean, we'll probably talk back anyway. I don't notice when people are weird. Until it's too late. Right? like Elena what if we were going met up with this person and be like no we're not doing that we're not no it has to be a group of people (laughs) in an open place (laughs) all right well that's the episode y'all talk to you later bye-bye bye-bye now (laughs) bye-bye